Hi guys, welcome back to the show. So in today's episode, we are going to spend some time talking about what you can learn from failed diets, how to really stop being ashamed or embarrassed of what you've done in the past and, and that it didn't work and that you're in this position again. And then really kind of talk about like what you've learned from them and how to shift from being embarrassed and feeling like you failed at, you know, your past history of dieting and reframing those thoughts to instead becoming aware of what you've learned from them. So come join me and we will talk about it in terms of diets, but certainly it can be relevant for any behavior change that you're trying to make. Welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. This show is for busy mamas like you with a desire for better whole health balance, but you may be feeling overwhelmed and busy and really don't know where to start. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm a registered dietitian and nutrition coach, and I'm here to walk you through the whole health journey so that you can begin to have more fulfillment in who you are meant to be. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward one step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Welcome to your new project. Ladies, have you heard about my free Facebook community? Come join me at the Whole Health Empowerment Project Facebook group so that you can have support with other women that are struggling with finding whole health balance like you are. We'll talk about topics that we talk about weekly on the podcast and we'll talk about health and all different things. So I look forward to seeing you there and come join me. It'll be fun. For most of my life, I was able to maintain my weight by exercising. It didn't matter how much I ate or how big the portions were that I ate. Exercise just did it. I I could always maintain my weight. As I started to go into my 30s, I'm 45 now, I don't know, I was still able to kind of keep my weight stable. I started to notice that I would gain weight because my eating and the behavior, so overeating, emotional eating, probably some binge eating, all of that overeating continued. And I wasn't exercising as much as I had in my 20s and early 30s. Because of that, I had joined Weight Watchers many times to lose weight and keep me accountable. And it's really hard. I mean, It's hard to join Weight Watchers and it's also hard being a dietitian to join Weight Watchers and kind of, I would go with my friend and we would, we were both dietitians and we would just like pretend that we weren't dietitians because it was like super embarrassing because I knew what to do, but here I was in in a position that I also needed help, even though despite my education. And so I lost the weight. It was really great. I mean, there was a lot of support and accountability. And I had success most times that I did the program. But like most people, I would get to a point when I would eventually stop doing the very things and behaviors 
that I needed to do in order to kind of keep my weight in check and stabilize. Because of that, ultimately, I would gain the weight back that I worked so hard to lose. And I would feel terrible. I felt like full of shame and embarrassed that I had failed yet again. And I was in this predicament, even though I had worked so hard to not be in this um, situation. Does that sound familiar to you at all? So I want to talk a little bit about this journey of dieting and weight management and things like that. Personally, I don't believe in diets. I believe in a lifestyle change and something that's sustainable to you. But I want to talk about this idea of diets in the context of what can be learned from them because we've all done it. We've all been on diets. As we start to step into the new year, I know that for a lot of you, there's going to be this desire to change your eating. And I think exercising is the number one New Year's resolution. So I suspect like increasing your exercise might be part of this too. You're going to have friends that are doing exercise programs and eating programs, and you're probably going to want to join them, especially if they seem to be successful. So you may end up with an eating plan like paleo or keto or Weight Watchers or Whole30. You might end up on one of those. So that's why I wanted to spend some time talking about what you can learn and just the process of eating and dieting and exercising and how to make that new behavior change. So I think for many of us, when we decide, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this program, we feel like excited and hopeful and somehow that this will now be the solution to all of the past and all of the pain, all of the pain, that this is it. This will be the plan that works for me. This will be the plan that, you know, gets the weight off forever, or, or this will be the plan that will motivate me to exercise, will get me to enjoy exercise. I think a lot of us, at least for me anyway, I start to imagine what I'm going to look like, my new body, how it's going to feel, how strong I am, how this time it's going to be so different. But as the weeks go by, I think for a lot of us, if the plan doesn't really fit your lifestyle, we're going to see that it's much more challenging than we realized. And then little by little and less and less, we'll do the behaviors that we need to get us to our goal of exercise, to get us to the goal that we want to exercise more or we want to lose weight. And then over time, we end up right at the beginning of where we started and we have failed yet again. Ugh, the worst feeling. Many of us look back on the diets and the exercise programs that we've, that we've done and failed at with a lot of shame that we did not continue the very behavior that helped us lose weight or become fit in the first place. And I think when we make the decision to try to lose weight or to be more physically active, we go, a lot of us, full steam ahead without like ever taking the time to look at old behaviors and to see if we're ready and to see if it's something that could even work into our lifestyle. But in doing that, in looking back and looking at the what worked for us in the past and what didn't work for us in the past, 
really, it gives us an opportunity to really find value and some really useful information for what would work for us moving forward. The reflection of of these behaviors, really, it's going to unveil some information to us. And so it's going to show us like why that program did or didn't work. It may teach us about patterns of eating. It may help you figure out how you deal with life when you're stressed. It may identify or unlock some things that you think about yourself that you haven't in a long time ever or never even dealt with. So often we fail to take into account any of the nuances or challenges of our life when we're deciding to do one of these plans. We may have chosen a plan that really isn't that feasible for us. And maybe we did that because our friends were doing it and we saw that they had great success and we feel like that was something that we too should engage in. Even though we really may not be ready for a change at this particular time, I think for some of us, we feel like we have to do something because it's the new year and there's a blank slate. And if not now, when? So looking back at our past diets and even some of our exercise regimens can really provide us with some valuable information. Again, it can teach us what has worked so that we can repeat this process for long-term success, or it can teach us what did not work and what should be avoided this time around. It's ultimately not the diet or the exercise that leads to weight loss, but it's really the behaviors and what we think about ourselves that really results in weight loss. Let that sink in for a minute. It's not the diet or the exercise that's going to have us lose weight. So it doesn't matter what diet you do. It's going to be the behavior associated with it that leads to the transformation that you desire. So it's going to be the behavior and it's going to be all the the narrative and the self-talk that you're doing. That's what's really going to help you get to the transformation that you desire. So when we talk about reviewing past behaviors, what does that mean? So I think In all of this, it's just kind of really being honest with yourself about what behaviors worked to help you lose weight in the past or what behaviors worked to help you exercise more in the past, right? So if we're talking about eating healthy, did you pack your meals most days of the week? Is that a behavior that you did and that you could continue? Did you snack a lot or did you minimize your snacking? So right now we're trying to look really look at what behaviors worked. Did you prep your meals on the weekend and it made life a lot simpler during the week that you were able to maintain that? Did you write down what meals you had ahead of time? Was that something that you did and you felt like there was value in that? Did you have support from your family and friends? And were they able to hold you accountable to the goals that you have? Were you ready? This is a big one. Were you ready to make the change that you desired? And then what was some of the positive narrative and self-talk that you had that you were doing around the time that you were desiring that, desiring that change? Were you thinking, I got this. I can do this. It doesn't matter if I'm perfect. I'm just going to keep going. 
I am enough. Acknowledge that because all of those things are going to help you. If you know what helped you now, then you can kind of get a grasp on what things and what mindset you need to get into to be able to make those changes continue in the future. Now let's look about what behaviors did not work in the past and let's identify them. Did you fail to have a plan and not really ever know what you were going to eat? So it resulted in kind of like all over the place eating and eating out more than you had wanted to do. Were you not able to be consistent in meal prepping beforehand? Did you have like periods of mindless, emotional, and stress eating because you didn't really feel like you had an outlet for any of the emotions that you were feeling? Were you not really even ready to make the change but felt like you had to because it was because everyone else was doing it or because it was the start of the new year and there's that pressure? And then what is the negative self-talk or narrative that you were thinking that felt like held you back, that you weren't able to achieve what you wanted? Were you thinking like, if it's not perfect, I can't do it? Were you thinking, I won't follow through, I don't really think I can do this? Or that you're not enough, or that you're not deserving of this? It's really hard to know what to do better the next time when you haven't looked at what's prevented you from achieving your goal the last time. And again, those review questions aren't meant to be like have judgment in any of it. It's just to be able to provide information to you. It's not about like, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done that. It's just seeing, okay, this works. So I'll continue that behavior next time. And then it's to look at, okay, this didn't work. So I'm not going to keep trying that same thing when it didn't work the first time. And my lifestyle hasn't changed very much. When I asked myself the above questions, I was able to realize what I was good at. So what worked in my life was that I was pretty good at planning ahead of time. And I was really good at like meal prepping and packing my meals. But what didn't work for me is I didn't have an outlet for any of the stress eating or mindless eating. I just didn't have an outlet for any of that. And so no matter what ended up happening is I would always be like eating goldfish mindlessly while I'm driving in my car on the way to pick up my son from daycare. So it's not that I'm eating goldfish. That's the problem. It's just the mindlessness of eating the goldfish, right? So it wasn't just mindless eating. There was lots of things that I was doing that were that were mindless. I wasn't really, I was trying to survive. So I wasn't really like dealing with any of the emotions that I had. And it came out in a way that I'm overeating goldfish. But it wasn't really about the weight. It was really about the mindless behavior that was happening in my life. And I think I was feeling a lot of shame and punishing myself for not being perfect. So the behaviors and the narratives are kind of like really hindered that progress that I was going through. And so if I never took the time to reflect on that period, then it would be really hard moving forward to change that because I would probably likely be up in the same place of doing the same behaviors. But I think once I became more aware of the mindlessness and the negative self-talk, then I was able to have a little bit more of an outlet for those things. And for me, it's seeing a therapist and journaling and things like that. So I think when we, we can learn something from previous behaviors, and in this case, failed diets. 
So today I want to kind of talk a little bit about what you can do besides, you know, trying to find some place of having empathy and not judging what you've done in the past. So for you, I want you to kind of take a look at like, what behaviors are you doing, right? So especially if you're in a place where you want to embark on some kind of change in your life, I'm sure this isn't the first time that you've desired this change or this transformation. So I want you to be really successful this time around or more successful than the last time. So in doing that, I want you to kind of like think back and decide like and to see what behaviors are you doing and what behaviors have you used in the past and identify them. Again, there. this is a no shame or judgment zone. It's just merely a reflection of what has worked and what has not worked so that you can be more successful this time around in achieving whatever goal it is that you want to achieve. Next, identify like any of the narrative or the self-talk that either is helping you or is hindering your progress. So are you telling yourself like, I can't do this. I'm not deserving. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Or are you saying things like, I got this. Done is better than perfect. I am enough. It's really important to recognize this because these are things that you can work on, right? So if you're in a place that you're doing a lot of negative self-talk, maybe you need to seek therapy or maybe you can journal or maybe you can do some positive affirmations because for whatever behavior that you desire changing in, at the beginning, you may not feel like you can accomplish something. So you may need a little bit more support, a little bit more accountability, and a little bit more of like convincing yourself for positive affirmations at the beginning, just so that you feel motivated into a place that you actually are believing what you're doing. So once you've identified the behaviors and the narratives that have worked and what hasn't worked, decide what you can commit to right now. So if you're in a place in your life where you can't really strive for big goals and because you either don't have the time or you're homeschooling your kids and you're just completely overextended, then I wouldn't make this big change right now. Make a smaller goal and then try to be consistent with that goal. But like really have an honest conversation with yourself of like, this is something that I'm going to do and I'm going to go all in. Or I need to kind of be in a place where I'm just taking baby steps. But once I do get through some of those baby steps, I think I might be in a place that I can be more prepared to have the bigger goal. And then trying to figure out, is the behavior that you're doing something that is sustainable? So if you're doing an exercise regimen, or if you want to eat healthy, or if you're trying to get more sleep, or if you're trying to have a nighttime routine. Find a ritual that is sustainable for you. So find something that kind of meets you where you're at. Not that you're starting something completely new, but maybe think about something that you desire and then add on to what you're already doing, right? So if you already have some things that you eat healthy or that you meal prep, add something onto that. And then each day or each every couple of months, add something onto that instead of going to a place where you're like, I think I'm going to eat no carbs now forever. Is that really something that's sustainable? I think I'm going to give up alcohol forever. Is that sustainable? I think I'm going to exercise every day, seven days a week. Is that sustainable? 
So really just be honest with where you're at, making small changes on that. And the goal is really just to get started and to practice the behaviors. So over time, you get to a place that those behaviors become more of a habit and become more of your lifestyle. And in doing that, again, you're kind of starting where you're at rather than making huge transformations at the beginning. Once you are able to make those things more of a habit, then over time, you can continue to build new habits onto the behaviors that you've practiced consistently and gotten down a little bit more. Then lastly, just really focus and be consistent with whatever behavior you decide to do. Take a step every day to lead you in the direction of the desired outcome. Because again, you want this to be more of a way of life, more of a lifestyle change than something that is like a fad, something that like if it's a diet, you don't want it to be like, oh, I'm in this fad diet today and then tomorrow I'm on this fad diet. Or if it's exercise, oh, I'm going to go in five days this week and then next week I'm going to do nothing at all. The goal is to just be consistent because that's where the change is going to happen. It's going to happen very slowly and you might not even notice that the change is happening, but the consistency is going to lead to the habit, which is going to lead to the lifestyle change. So losing weight, eating healthy, exercising, all of it is an individual choice. There is no right or wrong way to do it. Not at all. You just have to figure out what works for you. I have learned along the way that losing weight is like raising a child. Everyone has an opinion and everybody feels like their way is the right way. And for my ladies out there without children, I hear you, but you too will experience this questioning that should you be doing this? Should you be doing something different? But don't doubt your decision. Don't doubt what you're doing. Trust yourself because honestly, you know what works best for you. You know what works best for your life. Being healthy is not a one size fits all solution. There's no right way. And it's an individual choice. It won't be fluid. It won't be perfect. You're going to have days that you feel like you're rocking it and you're going to have days that are hard as fuck. But focusing on the behaviors that are sustainable for the long term will really allow you to be successful at whatever behavior change you're trying to achieve. So let's stop punishing ourselves for what hasn't worked in the past and start celebrating what we have learned so that we are better able and better equipped to move forward. Let it all go. Whole health is not an impossibility but it will require you to become aware of past beliefs, the self-narrative that you're telling yourself, all these negative self-talk, because you're going to have to align them with your identity of who you wish to become. And then you're going to need to take consistent action every day. So it's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better each day. So be kind to yourself, friends. Thanks so much for listening today. And I'll see you back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. 
You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.